Summer is finally here and with it will be a tidal wave of people looking to get out and get active, which is fantastic. But on the flip side, it's also a time when we see a lot of injuries due to simple training mistakes. Today we're going to talk through how we can make progress and do it safely at the same time. everybody and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. My name is Tom Butterfield, I'm your host and yes, I'm about six octaves lower than usual after a fantastic week celebrating our friend's wedding out in Spain. Great time with great people. Thank you for the invite out to share it with you guys and a massive thank you to all the people who made it so much fun for everybody. But down to business. Today we're going to talk about how to structure those first couple of months of training after an extended layoff. We're going to assume it's been lifestyle that's put the brakes on your exercise and activity rather than injury. That would of course, if there was an injury, be a slightly different situation altogether. In those cases when you're coming back from injury, you need to follow your rehab plan and follow it through with your therapist or your clinician. But today we're just going to assume, like I said, that life's just got away from you a bit, you've got out the habit, but now you're ready to rock and roll and get back into it. I spoke to a friend the other day and they said, oh, can you check over my workout plan? Of course, I said, always happy to help out. So I take a look. I look at them, I look back at the page. Now this person is a complete beginner. Okay, they've not really done much working out before, come into it fresh as a daisy. Okay, so you're going to run every weekday morning, I say. And then they say, yes, that's it. And then you're going to go to the gym on the Monday, Wednesday, and Friday lunchtimes. Is that right? Yep, that's right, they say. And what's that down here, coloured in this colour? Oh, that's cycling, they tell me. I'm going to do that at the weekends. You know, a bit of a change up. And I knew the answer to this next question, but I asked them what's their training background. And of course, they know then that something's up and they say, well, I'm just a beginner, just looking forward to get out there and starting the sessions and making some progress. Now, if there's anyone out there who's got a training program like this or anything near this and you're a relative exercise novice or you've been laid off from exercise for a couple of months or even longer, then this, I'm talking to you now, okay? But there's also plenty of value for you experienced and seasoned athletes out there as well because it might just give you a bit of extra understanding of how to get that program to really be fine-tuned to exactly what you need it to be. So I'm going to go through why this is a risky program for a beginner. When we're looking to improve our health, we should be looking at it long-term, looking way, way into the distance, you know, 10 20, 40 years into the future, not just taking a 28-day detox or an eight-week wellness program. These are positive starts because we're looking to move in the right direction. But there's also the danger that they conjure up a picture of a finish line as well. And there is only one finish line when it comes to our health, and we all cross it one day, but hopefully we live as full life as possible before that happens. Short-term targets and long-term goals are absolutely fine. 
And when you're starting up a new exercise program, please take these following factors into account. Number one, how does our body react to exercise or load? So when we increase either the frequency, duration or intensity of our exercise or activity, the tissues of our body need time to adapt and to get used to that load. Therefore, if we increase any or all of those three factors too quickly, then we run the risk of overloading our body. The body can't adapt fast enough and will eventually get injuries that will either slow or halt our progress altogether, which we do not want. In the story I mentioned above, the person has got way too much frequency and duration in their training program. It needs to start from a very low level and slowly increase over a relatively long period of time, at least eight weeks, in order to set them a really firm foundation to work from. You'll still improve, and also you won't end up in a real world of trouble either. And number two, what types of exercise load are in your program? Different exercises and different activities are gonna put different strains on your body. And number two is what types of exercise load are you gonna put in your program? Different exercises and activities are gonna put different strains on the body. Walking approximately puts about one to one and a half times body weight through your system. Jogging perhaps two to 2.5. And as you get faster, the loads through our back, pelvis and lower limbs are gonna increase up to as much as six times our body weight. Now that's a lot of force to absorb and generate. Therefore, it might be useful to switch up an impact activity like running with swimming and cycling in order to reduce the impact but still get a really good workout. Of course, if we have little to no weight-bearing activity, then that can cause a problem all of its own. We need load to maintain bone density and muscle strength. Our case study, our person I was talking to, had a good variation of loading and relatively unloading exercises. And we can certainly recommend this as a good part of the program, something that they can keep. And number three is strengthening exercises is important for all athletes of all activities and sports. Doesn't have to be a sport, can be an activity like gardening or anything. Strength exercises are a must. If we go back to our previous point, if we're putting loads of above our body weight through our bones, muscles, tendons, and ligaments, then we need to make sure that we keep them strong. Muscles are natural shock absorbers for joints, so by keeping the muscles strong, it protects the joints and lowers the risk of damaging them. A lot of people only do cardiovascular training, such as running, cycling, swimming, and they don't pay attention to the other aspects of physical health. So I'd like you to watch our video presentation on the general adaptation response. This will give you more understanding on how to safely start an exercise program. I'll pop the link into the show description and you can have a look at it there. So in summary, we have to be smart and set our expectations low at the start. Exercise or be active little and often in order to allow your body time to adapt to the new loads. Otherwise, we're really gonna increase our risk of injury. Vary the types of exercise to avoid too much impact or too little impact in order for the body to stay robust and healthy. Then make the time to do some strength work. You don't have to do this at a gym. You can do this at home using your own body weight as resistance if needed. But make time for it 
as it's going to help your body deal with the stresses and strains that we're going to put through on a day-to-day basis. Well, thank you for listening. Keeping this one short today to try and conserve my uh, voice, to be honest with you, of what's left of it. Really hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you found it useful. Remember to subscribe, comment, like or review, or maybe just do all of them. That would be fantastic. We really, really appreciate it. And we love it when our listeners and viewers contact us with ideas for future content. And uh, we really want them to ask any specific questions they might have, and then we'll happily answer them for you. But thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye now. Thank you.